0: Oh, they might not be changing offensive coordinators, but there's going to be plenty of change related to this football team. One, one exception for sure. I hope to see. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates in the same place that you found this Terrell Edmonds is not the type of player for whom you make some deeply analytical, mathematically compelling case. Minka Fitzpatrick is that guy. T.E. isn't. T.E. is the guy who makes Minka possible, or at least facilitates the existence of Minka. There was a, um, you know, those live mics that they put on everybody in the NFL Sometimes that's NFL film. Sometimes it's just the team. So I'm not sure which this was, but Mike Tomlin had a mic on him on the Steelers' sideline through that season finale victory against the Browns. And at one point, Minka's coming off the field, and Tomlin gives him some advice, most of which just involves patience. It's not some super spectacular soundbite or anything like that. But it was specific it was something that he wanted him to do on the field that related to just being patient and the next thing that you see in this video sequence is minka getting his interception and tomlin playfully playfully boasting about the coaching advice he had into his headset presumably to the rest of his staff all of which is really cool really entertaining stuff you know what else it was It was facilitated by TE, because Minka can make these things happen because TE's taking care of the dirty work. That's what he's doing out there. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. TE's a safety in name only. He's a linebacker playing safety, but also playing linebacker. And if you think about all the issues that this defense has had, particularly at the inside linebacker position, and then recall all the times... You've seen him up at the line of scrimmage, 34, right there, right there, by Cam Hayward's rear end. You'll realize that the real value of this player is that he can do that and drop back and make sure that Minka's freed up. Oh, and one other thing, he doesn't miss action. The best ability, as Tomlin loves to preach, is availability. Edmonds has been there. He missed one game this season, and he's hardly missed any in his time with the Steelers, and I get it, okay? First-round safety in Pittsburgh, everyone's going to think, oh, here's the next Troy Palomalo. No one promised that with him, but that's going to be something of a parenthetical expectation. You're looking at a guy in the secondary as a first-rounder, and you're thinking to yourself, this is someone who should be generating splash plays. Well, he's not that. He's not an elite coverage guy. He's going to get exposed if you throw at him deep long enough, unless there's a Minka back there, which there is. The two of them, both of them, will tell you, as they've told me, that they read off each other. They feed off each other. They have somewhat similar personalities. And this year, this past season. TE took a flyer on himself, wasn't able to get the kind of contract he'd hoped for last summer out in free agency, basically was forced to come crawling back to Pittsburgh, and I don't think he'd characterize it any differently. In fact, I'm kind of sure that he wouldn't. And he went out there and yet again proved himself. You can convince yourself if you want. Diehard football fan, look around the league and say, you know what? The price of safeties, even very good safeties, has never been lower. Let him go. We'll instead focus on this guy or that guy, or maybe just bring back DeMonte Casey, who looked okay whenever he was out there. He missed a lot of the season to injury, speaking of availability. But what you're going to do unconditionally in that scenario is put into play a whole new safety for Minka to start reading off and feeding off. And you're going to take a known commodity in which you have invested tens of millions of dollars, a known first-team All-Pro, again, the only one you have on this roster, by the way, because of TJ Watt's injury, and make him a little bit more of a question mark. Why do that? Why do that? It doesn't make sense. I've noticed that a lot of the conversation related to T.E. coming back out of free agency is connected with his brother, Tremaine, in Buffalo. And look, I get that. We, we watch Tremaine. We know what he can do, all of us. He's a really, really top-tier talent at inside linebacker. He is exactly what the Steelers would want slash need right about now. But I also know that the bills aren't run by stupid people. They didn't get to where they are in the standings because there's a bunch of morons in Orchard Park. I don't believe they're going to let Tremaine go. I also don't believe that that should have anything to do with whether or not the Steelers keep Terrell. This is a very good, trustworthy, reliable, heady, and physically uncompromising player. To me, when I look at this list of 22 free agents, 22 potential free agents off the Steelers roster, the two guys, and I'm going to make it two, that I'd make the numbers one and two priorities in this order, number one is Larry Ogunjobi, mostly because of the state of your defensive line. And you can't, even if you focus on the D-line in the draft, you can't have cam out there teaching a bunch of kids you still need to have someone else performing larry o is 28 years old he signed a prove it contract with the steelers he did prove it he needs to get paid right behind him right behind him is te when we come back j1q Mikes can't be topped not for beer not for the awesome kitchen and menu that's available and not for all the special events that are going on there. check them out online at mike'sbeerbar.com Mike's beer bar right across Federal Street from PNC Park today's j1Q comes from Justin who says hey DK with Matt Canada likely returning do you feel his return will negatively affect or slow the potential development? of this young offense. The last month of the season was a lot of fun. A little hard on my heart with some of the last-second wins, but fun nonetheless. And I assumed 2023 would be even more fun to watch with an NFL-caliber coordinator. (laughs) Am I overreacting, or should Steelers fans be genuinely concerned that Canada will ruin this young talent? I'm not going to tell you how to feel, Justin. I'm not going to tell other fans how to feel. I'll tell you how I feel, and that is that they can do better. The Steelers can do better. That is the one thing I keep coming back to. There is something to be weighed when it comes to Kenny Pickett's development and changing a coordinator. There is something to be weighed when looking at how the running game really took off over the final few weeks of the season, becoming one of the better running games, believe it or not, in the National Football League statistically. But then I go back to considering this. If you're Kenny and you're operating in a bad system as a rookie, and then you go into the following season and you operate in a bad system again, a system that for the most part you have to overcome rather than feed off, bad habits are going to get formed. You're going to have Kenny becoming check down Kenny in a heartbeat. Because that's going to be the way the stuff is scripted for him. Everything is super careful, uh, nothing across the middle, uh, only unimaginative straight lines for wide receiver routes. And then some of the things that you see now that probably have more to do with the coordinator than with the quarterback will become a force of habit with the quarterback. That's when you can get a player who you can just see with your own eyeballs that Kenny's most effective whenever he's rolling to his right or to his left or making something happen that wasn't necessarily there at the very beginning. That's not a trait that any football team, at any level actually, should want to suppress because it's the defense's worst nightmare. They're comfortable studying your plays, knowing your plays. They're not comfortable with those plays once they get extended to the three and four second mark. That's the worst thing. How many times, how many billions of times did you hear it over the years in relation to Ben Roethlisberger? The thing that everyone feared about him, even later in his career, which is kind of funny, was that he could move around and extend the play and hit wide receivers as they came back to him. This is the time to make that change. No, I don't think they're going to now either. I mean look look at us here. We're 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 on Tuesday of the following week at this point. Honestly, if the Steelers fired Canada, there'd be at least a part of me that would want to criticize the front office for hanging on so long, because that's actually not fair to the guy. But no, at, at this stage I don't see any kind of move. But I also don't see any hope that the situation is going to improve. He's not going to magically turn himself into an NFL-level coordinator in the span of a single offseason. He's just not. That's not possible. So what should the Steelers do in lieu of that? Bring in some, I don't know, second offensive mind and give them some kind of fake title? Should they tell uh, Mike Sullivan, hey, You need to be ready in case you get promoted to coordinator. Why not just do that now? Give everyone several months to get uh, acclimated to the, the new coordinator, but also to get a little excited about it. You know, you mentioned yourself there in your question. You got stoked about this. Now, with all due respect, you don't count. I don't count. But I can promise you right now, and I mean emphatically so, that no one would be more excited about this than the young men in that locker room on the offensive side of the ball. And that, to me, is reason enough alone to make the move. That apparently isn't going to get made. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.